Hello, and thank you for joining us with Mr. Carlson's class, the Most Amazing Books podcast. At this podcast, we'll be reading children's books to your kids from our 7th and 8th grade drama students. We hope you enjoy, and as always, all credit is given to our authors of these amazing books. Thank you. Have a great day. Hi, I am Noah. I will be your reader today, and we are reading The Class Trip from the Black Lagoon by Mike Thaler, illustrated by Jared Lee. Chapter 1, The News Blues. Maybe we won't take a boat at all. Maybe we'll fly on an airplane. I still don't know what holds those things up. Then again, maybe we'll take a train. I know. What holds them up? Bandits. They say getting there is half the fun. What's the other half? Getting back, of course. Chapter 2, Exploring the Subject. In my history book, I learned a lot about some famous class trips. Lewis and Clark's class went across America. They couldn't find one open motel. A a kid named Chris Columbus sailed across the ocean. He got very seasick. Marco Polo walked to China. He met a real emperor. Richard Bird's class went to, to the South Pole. They met a real emperor penguin. And Neil Armstrong went all the way to the moon. He didn't meet anybody. I wonder where we're going and whom we're going to meet. Chapter 3, Destination Speculation. Freddy calls. We talk about all the possibilities. Then we pick our favorite one. Freddy wants to go to Pizza Mutt. I choose Disneyland. But we'll probably be going to a nature museum or the art museum. At one, you look at the charts. And at the other, you look at the arts. Freddy still holds out for the pizza mutt. He always looks on the bright side. He's an optometrist. Then Eric calls. He always looks on the dark side. He's what they call a messy mist. He says there will, there's a 50% ad, acidic rate on his class trips. Half the class will be carried off by wild animals, fall off a high mountain, or drop into a deep hole. We choose our favorite. We both t- pick dropping into a deep hole. So we can pretend to be our golf so we can pretend to be the golf balls. <coughs> then Randy calls and says that sometimes you go to really dangerous places. Your parents have to sign a release form. One class went on a picnic to an active volcano. It erupted and they all they they ever found were 15 toasted peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Another class took a trip to Antarctica. Is there an Uncle Arctica and Cousin Arctica's? They're still defrosting. 
My mom says that the first place I have to go to is the bed. Because I have to get up early tomorrow morning. <clears throat> Chapter 4. Wondering Enlightenment. It's hard to fall asleep. I keep thinking about the, all the places we could go. And I worry about all the things that could happen. We might make a journey to the center of the earth. But in the middle, it's like a hot fudge on a Sunday. <clears throat> I don't even like going into the into a closet. I'm happier when I can see the sky. Eric says I have closet rophobia. If we go far enough, then we'll come out in China. Then we could eat lunch at a Chinese restaurant. Or maybe we'll just go to the bottom of the ocean. There are many things down there with lots of teeth and lots of arms. It's also very dark. The deepest that I've ever been in the ocean is up to my ankles. <clears throat> Maybe we'll go to Mars. They put you to sleep, and then you wake up, you're there. <clears throat> the things on Mars are even weirder than the things on the bottom of the ocean. They've got bigger teeth, longer arms, and springs, and fingers, and plungers. Their eyeballs, like, their eyeballs are on stalks and wave around in the air. They all have bad breath and breath through your ears. You have to put your head in a fishbowl and walk around in slow motion. Where in the world are we going to go? Or where out of the world. I close my eyes and wonder. Chapter 5. This must be D-Day. My alarm goes off at 5.30 in the morning. I hate getting up early. The chickens aren't even up yet. And I shuffle into the bathroom. My eyes are hardly open I squeeze out some toothpaste and brush my teeth. Boy, I sh boy, it sure tastes weird. I look at the tub and I see a brown shoe polish. My shirt feels very small. Then I discover that my head is in the sleeve. My pants feel too odd. Odd too. I discover they're on backwards. At least I won't mess up the, with my shoes. Wrong again. I have left. I have the left one on my right foot, and the right one's on my knee. This is going to be a great day. <clears throat> Chapter six. Off we go. I wonder what I should pack. Randy says that you have to be prepared for anything. He says that he's taking new shoes, malaria pills, signal flares, a snake bite kit, a lifeboat. I think I'll take my lucky rabbit foot. Of course, it wasn't lucky for the rabbit. <coughs>
Oh, well. I stumble downstairs for breakfast. I grab a box of cereal and pour some into a, into a bowl. Then I pour in some milk. It all the bubbles. I look at the cereal box. It says dishwashing powder. I guess I'll skip breakfast. I open the front door and step outside. It's dark and full coats. Wrong door. I still try again. And I really step outside. It's just a... It's just as dark, but there's no coats. Even the early birds are not yet. I feel like an early worm and wiggling to the corner. I wait there with my brown teeth chattering. Out of the gloom comes two lights. It's the school bus. Miss Fredenbender opens the door and I get on. As we climb aboard, she hands each of us a parachute. I guess we're not going to the museum. We strap them on and try to sit in our seats. I feel like a camel. Mr. Fenderbender puts on a pilot's cap with goggles and sits up front with Mrs. Green. They both try to figure out how to start the plane. <coughs> Meanwhile, Eric, the class clown, pretends to be the flight attendant and gives us the safety instructions. In case of the likely event of water landing, your seat cushions can be used as a flotation unit. I look down and there's no seat cushions. This is definitely not first class. Doris asks... What movie will be playing? We're showing a bunch of selected shorts, Eric answered. He smiles and then reaches into his backpack and pulls out his underwear. Gross, we yell. <coughs> Mr. Fenderbender guns the engine. We're all pressed back in our seats. Happy landings. Chackles, Mrs. Green. Ch Chapter 8, Flying High. Mr. Fenderbender flies like he drives. We do loop-de-loops, barrel rolls, and dives. Penny throws up. Good thing I didn't eat breakfast. <coughs> After eight hours of aerial acrobatics, the red light goes on. Mrs. Green lines up alphabetically opens the door, checks our parachutes, and then pushes us out. Derek is first, but I'm second. We all land over east, west, north, and south. Derek gets twisted in every possible gymnastics position. Mrs. Green grades us on our landings. Freddie is the only one who gets an F. He landed in a lion's mouth. <coughs> We're all, we are all a little shorter as we line up to march off into the jungle. The lion burps. Freddy would have liked that. The jungle is, oh, chapter nine, jungle bungle. The jungle is having a bad hair day. 
It takes every blade in my Swiss army knife to hack our way through. And you have to be very careful where you step. All the animals are party poopers. And you have to look out for the dreaded hippopotty mess. The heat beats down on us. It's like being in a furry oven. All of a sudden, Eric shouts out, Knock, knock. Who's there? We all ask. Eric beats his chest and yells, Tarzan. Tarzan who? We ask. Tarzan stripes over, he giggles. I guess that's a little jungle joke. A snake as long as a jumbo jet slides by. Hairy spiders as big as hamsters bounce on webs as large as trampolines. Penny sniffs a purple flower and it grabs the end of her nose. Mrs. Green tells us the name of the plant in Latin. She says if we'll have a quiz in an hour. Randy sees a sandbox and jumps in. Unfortunately, it's a quick sandbox. He sinks He sinks in up to his chin. It's not recess yet, scolds Mrs. Green as she pulls him out. Derek pets an orange zebra with the black stripes. Mrs. Green tells him it's a tiger and that he doesn't have to raise his hand anymore if he has a question. Mosquitoes as big as Count Dracula buzz around us. They think it's lunchtime and that we're special of the day. I feel like we're in an all-you-can-eat restaurant and we're on the menu. Eric shouts, knock, knock. Who's there? We all ask. Safari, he says. We'll throw up in our hands. Safari who? We ask. Why do you have to talk about safari? He said, he laughed. <coughs> um, chapter 10, fast food. Finally, we reached a river and crossed it by stepping on crocodiles. And it by stepping on crocodiles, one eating Doris's backpack and all. I guess that's a, I guess that's the toll. It's sort of a plot luck dinner. Without any luck, we'll be the dinner. I hope a giraffe doesn't swallow me. The fall could be huge, or worse. I could be sucked up in an elephant's nose. Snot a twice away, snot a nice way to go. I don't, I don't want to be a baboon's breakfast, a lion's lunch, a crocodile's dinner, or a snake's snack. I run up and hold a sign that says, please don't feed the animals. I hope they can read. <clears throat> Chapter 11, In the Grand Sand. By noon, we come to a desert. The good news is there's no more jungle. The bad news is there's a lot of sand.
were very thirsty. Unfortunately, there are no public water fountains. The only good thing about a dessert is if that is that if you add another S, it would be a desert. <coughs> Kids are dropping like flies. I've never seen a fly drop. But I've seen fly droppings? Anyway, it's hot. And it's lunchtime. I even missed the school cafeteria. I'm losing it. I ask if we can stop and eat. Not until the lunch bell rings, says Mrs. Green. I hear a lot of bells. Then I start seeing things. A pizza mutt wiggling in the heat waves. A swimming pool full of rubber ducks. I even see a school bus. Wait. It is a school bus. It drives up on the front of the printed word class trip. Mr. Fenderbender opens the door and I get on. All the kids are sitting. They're bright-eyed and excited. Mrs. Green says that we're going to the zoo to see a lot of wild animals. Hey, that's baby stuff. They're all in cages. The zoo's pretty tame after you've seen the real thing. Maybe next time we'll blast off to a space station, climb up Mount Everest, or a water ski up the Amazon River. Now, that would be a trip. Thank you for listening to Mr. Carlson's class and the Most Amazing Books podcast.